Hello, everyone. I would like to welcome you all to episode eight of the Babies, Books, and Business podcast, hosted by the one and only Miss Canoe, that is at M I S S K A N U, on all social media platforms. So, this is a very exciting time for us because um, I have never recorded um, an episode a week apart. So, my goal is to be able to have a new podcast for you all each and every single Tuesday. That is my goal and I am sticking to it because I need to be efficient. There is a lot of content to discuss and I am just super grateful for everyone who listened to last week's episode as well as those of you who have been listening to this podcast since day one. So I'm so appreciative. So because um, my audience is growing, I want to make sure that I am consistently producing content. So super excited. Um, Have a couple of interesting things we're going to discuss today. Um, A majority of the podcast we will be talking about business because this Friday I am celebrating three years of Christina Canoe Consulting, which is my consulting firm. So I have some business nuggets that I want to share. So we are going to get started with that. And then, um, of course, um, we'll dive into a little bit of, um, you know, discussing babies. Um, So I'm going to talk about why it's so important to still maintain a social life as a mom. And then um, for our book segment, we are going to talk about the the need for supporting people who are in school. So alrighty, let's go ahead and get started. Okay, so normally I go in the order of um, babies, books, and business for um, the different segments, but we are going to start with business today. So um, Friday will mark three years since I officially launched my business, Christina Canoe Consulting, LLC, and I tell everyone that my consulting business, that was my other baby before I actually became a mom. And it's really crazy because most people that you will talk to um, that know me really well, they may have thought that I would have wanted to go into business one day, but I had no desire to ever be a business owner. That wasn't me. I um, love to get things done and to help people. But the fact of having to run my own business and do paperwork and do this and all of that and figure out number like that just wasn't me. Um, So I really never wanted to go into business. But After I started graduate school and I realized that I had a gift for helping people and not just, um, you know, lightly helping people, but really helping people figure out their issues and problem solve and strategize and make things better, I decided I might as well start my own consulting business. And I'm going to say this point that a lot of the time we delay starting something. And when you delay starting something, especially as a business, you're automatically losing money. Because that business, I first of all, it takes a lot of time for you to establish credibility as a business owner. It's not going to be, oh, day one you start your business and everyone is going to want to utilize your services. That's not how it works. People don't know you. They don't know your brand. They don't know your product. They don't know what you have to offer. And people, they're very particular and very funny about their money. So they're not going to just automatically trust you. So it takes really about, um, and let me put a pin, although I started, officially started my business and launched it in 2016, for about a year and a couple of months, I had 
kind of dibble dabbled in consulting to go ahead and start establishing credibility. I wasn't charging people at that point, but I wanted to start establishing credibility, start slowly establishing a clientele. That way, when it came time, number one, I wanted to also make sure that this was even something that I wanted to do before I really got invested into it. But it's important um, for you to establish credibility. That way, when you do start, then people will be willing to invest in your product. So um, when I got started, I did a lot of reading about consulting to try and figure out what it was. And it's funny because years now I can look back and say it, but I didn't have a whole, you know, this massive business plan written out with a million steps because it's good to have a business plan, whether it's something, you know, on um, a napkin at a restaurant, and which evolves into something more thorough. But your business plan is going to constantly change. How you conduct business is going to constantly change. And as a business owner, when you find that something isn't working, it's okay to go ahead and say, you know, maybe we need to revisit this. And maybe we need to go ahead and look and do something different because I don't like how this is going. And I don't like the, the direction that my business is moving in. So, Initially, when I started doing consulting, I was mainly focusing on personal development. And it's crazy because at the time, I wasn't calling it personal development. Um, I really can't even remember what I was calling. Oh, I was calling it priorities consultations. And so that would be when I would sit down with people and I would help them um, discuss their goals um, and discuss certain avenues in their life and help them, you know, figure out a strategy as to how they can achieve their goals. I wish years ago I would have been calling it personal development because that probably would have made a lot more sense to a lot of um, clients at the time. But um, again, you don't know everything when you start your business. So I was mainly focusing on doing personal development at that time. Then it transitioned into me helping small business owners um, with branding and figuring out strategies, assisting them with business plans um, to get their businesses going. Then as I was doing business development, then I started doing nonprofit development because at the time my job job was working for a nonprofit. So I was learning a lot of the steps to successfully running a nonprofit. So I was able to utilize what I learned from my job job in my um, personal business. So let me also put a pin right there. I, a lot of the time people want to immediately quit their nine to five or their job job, whatever it is that you want to call it and hop into business. And sometimes you can do that if the numbers match up. But um, like my therapist had said the other day that a lot of the time the job job is going to be the engine that finances your, um, your business because there's so many business expenses. And until you actually start really making some serious money, you're not going to be able to operate your business effectively without having some source of revenue coming in to be able to fund it. So um, I was working um, at the 100 Black Men. I was in grad school and I was running my consulting business and I was doing all three at the same time simultaneously when I first started. And I knew that I was just going to have to figure out a way to make it work. Um, but I knew I wasn't at a point and I never even considered it even now to go ahead and just quit my job job. That way I could consult full time um, because at the end of the day, bills, they definitely they always have to get paid. And the first is always coming. It doesn't matter what month it is. The first will always be here and rent or your mortgage will always be due. So um once I got started and I originally I was hoping that my business paperwork would come back. On, during February because I wanted it to come during Black History Month. But on March 1st, 2016, I received my business paperwork and I just felt that 
my life entered into a new chapter and I didn't know what all was going to happen. I didn't know how successful consulting was going to be. I didn't know if people were going to randomly trust Christina Canoe with their business projects and their personal matters. Um, because I've worked with so many people over the years. Some projects I can't even remember. But of course, you know, there are a couple that I do want to highlight. Um, some of my first clients that I was working with were um, business owners. So I was working with, you know, the Harrises. Um, Elle Harris, who has her business world wide women group or her nonprofit, which now I'm a board member of and Rashad Harris um, of the rebel society I was working with Rashad doing some personal development things and he would you know pop in and ask me some different questions um, to get my feedback on different things related to his business and both worldwide women group and the rebel society just flourished um and just doing so many wonderful things. And it's super, super exciting. One of my other favorite clients that I've worked with, um, Frank Hassell, he, I've worked with him on his nonprofit um, Advancement of the Gifted. I've worked with him on his training and personal um, development company, Tank Athletics for Athletes, as well as his, um, his music label, um, MAG, Must Achieve Greatness. So over the years, as Frank has, um, you know, gone through different changes and he has wanted to pursue different ventures. I've been his consultant there the entire time. I was able to do some um, stuff with some politics. For example, I was working with the Clint Rucker campaign when he was running for solicitor general for Fulton County in Atlanta. Um, So I was able to, you know, be on the campaign trail for a couple of months, literally living, breathing, eating, thinking, strategizing all things politics. And it was super exciting because it was something so different. So when people ask me, Christina, what it is that you do, I try to give, you know, I've done a lot of different things. Um, so for example, the, um, the campaign, that would be an example of something that was a specialty project because in business, you're not always going to do the same thing every single day and you shouldn't want to, you should be willing and open to be able to do different things that are so creative and not necessarily in the norm and in your typical path. Um, A couple other things I've worked on. When people have been planning events, um, I've been able to give them feedback on how to most efficiently handle their event. I've worked with college students. I've worked with high school students. I've worked with Girl Scouts. Um, I've done, you know, family consultations where I go in and I'm consulting with the entire family and working on, you know, shout out to the Logan family um, for having me come in and all day just be consulting. And one of the things that has been really beautiful is that with consulting, I've been able to still be a mom. So there's been times where Jace, he will come with me and he's just sitting there playing or, um, you know, in his, his stroller as I'm conducting a consultation um, because I'm a mom first. And I think that that's something that can be very difficult is because we start businesses and then we start having kids and it's hard to be able to maintain both. But there is a way to maintain both. Or a lot of the time, if I'm doing a phone consultation, he will be at the house running around, maybe destroying my house, but he'll still (laughs) be doing that. Um, One of my um, latest clients, um, which, you know, they are family to me, but the Sabra Forbes Cultural Arts Center in Kensington, Maryland, um, a cultural arts center that is, you know, for so many different cultures and, um, it's going to be opening in, you know, the, towards the, um, the beginning of the spring of 2019, but being able to work with them and to strategize with them. One of my newest clients, she's happy hair, um, working with them as they're expanding into a new market, which is the Atlanta market. Um, 
getting ready to work on a project can't really speak so much about it now but you know being able to work on this particular project it it's shown me that Christina you you never know who you're going to work with and nobody is off the table and you're gifted enough to be able to do those things so that's why with business you have to believe in yourself you have to absolutely believe in yourself because there's going to be people who they don't believe in you they don't know what it is that you have going on but you you just have to trust yourself um something that I wish I would have realized a little bit earlier on when I started doing business is I wish that I would have been more strategic about my price points because again if people want to work on with you they will pay what you are worth so all of this nickeling and diming and giving every single person you know a discount that's so unnecessary because now this doesn't mean you start charging people a million dollars but you have to figure out something that works and then figure it out even if you start low don't make it so low so that what when you start increasing your prices people are like oh this is highway robbery and I don't want to work with them um but it's important for you to as your clientele grows and as your specialties grow yeah you're going to have to change your pricing don't be embarrassed about changing your pricing because at the end of the day even if your audience changes or your clientele changes that's okay because that's that's what business is all about business is all about growth it's not about staying the same and remaining where you first started so that would be something different that I would do I would make sure that I was more strategic in how I um, charged people um, I probably would have done less free work um, free work is okay when it is um, a client that is worth doing work for free because that exposure is going to help you. Let me say that again. Free work is okay when it is a client that the work that you're doing for, the exposure is going to be greater than what they would have actually paid you. But that doesn't mean that you give everybody the homie discount and that you're doing free work all of the time because what was the point of you doing business if all you ever wanted to do was um, do things for people for free? So... Um, You know, I'm really proud of myself for how far that I have come um, because there have been days where I wasn't really doing much and I felt not productive. Um, And I felt, what was the point of me starting business? Like, literally, what was the point of it? But then I look at the money that I have coming in and no, I'm not making, you know, $25,000 each year yet. Um, with consulting, but I see that every single year my revenue it is increasing, my experience is increasing, my credibility is increasing, and those are the things that matter. Um, I was super excited to be able to release um my personal um uh excuse me uh my guide my planning guide for people to be able to use and that was a free guide and people were able to give donations for it and I was super grateful because so many people were really excited to be able to do that. Um, I've been super excited and blessed to be able to come and talk to people about business and starting their own business and entrepreneurship uh, and being you know a black woman CEO before the time I was 30. Um, And that's something, you know, that speaks volumes. So I'm super proud of myself. I'm looking forward to doing even bigger and better things in 2019. Thank you to everyone who has been along the ride. It has been an absolutely beautiful journey. And I absolutely cannot wait to see what God has next for Christina Canoe Consulting. Even this podcast, that's an arm of this. um, 
it's my vocal piece for Christina Canoe Consulting because I'm able to get on here and ramble to each of you about business. I encourage you, do not wait to start a business. Do not wait, do not wait, do not wait. Go ahead and start that business and start bringing in that money and start, um, you know, give, you know, using the gift that God gave you because I promise you, each of us have a gift and we all have a business idea that is inside of us. So blessings and we're going to go ahead and take a break. Happy um, three years, Christina Canoe Consulting. You did this, girl. Alrighty. So um, for our baby segment, I wanted to talk a little bit briefly about the importance of moms maintaining a social life after becoming moms. Um, This can be really difficult because, you know, you have your baby and what ends up happening, and this happened to me kind of, is that you automatically assume that I'm a mom now, which means I'm like 60 years old, which means I have to be washed, which means I can't ever go anywhere, which means people are going to judge me if I don't have my baby with me at all times. And it can be a lot of unnecessary pressure for moms. Um, I've had conversations with different moms where they say that, you know, I don't really like going out because I feel like the baby's going to feel like I'm abandoning them. Um, I would much rather be at home. Um, people should just come over and hang out with me. And although I understand all of that, it's really important um, that you still maintain some type of a social life. That doesn't mean that every single day you're out and you're at everybody's happy hour and on Sundays that you're at every single person's brunch. But... Um, it it can be very, 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 very draining when the only thing that you're doing is work life and mom life. And I guess if you're married, then married, married life. I'm not married, so I don't have, I'm in a relationship, but I don't have that same feel. Um, it's important to get out and put on makeup or put on heels and look pretty and not just have on mommy yoga pants and a mommy hat. It's so, so, so important because it rejuvenates you. Um, It reminds you, it allows you an opportunity to connect with people. That way, those relationships that you have, they're not dying out. Now, again, I'm not saying that you need to go out all of the time. But what I am saying is it's important to take that time to um, hang out with the girlfriends that you feel it is necessary to hang out with. Um, sometimes when you, after you become a mom, yes, your relationships with people are going to change. It's not going to be the same because you're in a different space in a different season in your life. So it is going to be easier to connect with other moms, but just as long as that you are connecting with other people. So, um, you know, I don't make recommendations without actually giving solutions to um, these problems. So if you are a mom that is struggling with finding other women that you do want to connect with, join a mom group. Um, I'm a part of a mom group and we have different activities for the kids where we bring the kids and they're able to play and do things and bond with each other and then there's also activities for just the moms to do so uh, uh, moms nights out and sometimes you know if you you are with other moms of course people are going to be mindful of times um and understanding okay we can't be out for 16 hours because we do need to get home to the kids um as well as okay we can't do anything that's crazy expensive because you know daycare isn't cheap diapers aren't cheap um milk isn't cheap food isn't cheap clothes aren't cheap that type of thing um also maybe having someone that keeps you accountable so a friend that says hey girl you haven't been out in a while do you need me to watch the baby so you and your husband or you and your boyfriend or you and whatever can go on a date that way you can have some time to yourself or even things as moms go get your hair done go get your nails done go to starbucks or your favorite coffee shop and just go sit down and have an uninterrupted cup of tea 
you have to be able to do those things because what's going to end up happening is eventually our kids, they're going to grow and they're not going to want to be all up underneath us the way that we want to be up underneath them. And you will feel happier. Um, I noticed that when I first had Jace, it took me a couple of months before I really, really started going out. But I've tried to make it a point that at least once a month, I go and I do something and typically I'll get an overnight babysitter. That way I can really just um, go and have fun because I'm not 59. <laughs> I'm still relatively really young. And these are things that other, you know, yes, your kids, they are your everything. They are your all. They are your existence. They are your universe. But you are still a woman and you are still a person who needs um, social interaction. And it's it's perfectly fine, too, if occasionally, you know, have a potluck and invite some of your friends over and they can bring the kids and you all can get together. Um, I went to a game night the other night and it was a lot of people. There was a lot of food. Um, people were able to bring their kids, but it was just this concept of getting out of your house, not just being stuck in the house and glued to your house and not doing anything else. Um I'm a huge advocate for mommy self-care. So whatever is bringing smiles and joys to mother, joy to mother, mothers, I am huge, a huge advocate for it. It breaks my heart when women just say, I just can't leave my house. I feel really bad. I feel like I'm abandoning my child. You're not abandoning your child because happy and healthy mamas, those are the best type of mothers because they are happy. They are healthy. And you never want to get to a point where you've been stuck in the house for three weeks with your child and you start to get angry with them and irritated with them, especially these toddlers, because they will do it to you um, because they get into stuff. They break things. Um, they are just a lot. So you need a break, too, to be able to um, deal with the different changes that your child is going through. So that is my little tidbit there. Um, I hope that it helps. I hope that I am um you know, helping moms to see that it's so important for you to have that me time from time to time. So let's go ahead and take a break and then we will get into our final segment. Alrighty, everyone. Um, I don't have much to say for my book segment. And um, initially when I had started this podcast, I was in graduate school. So because I was in school, there was just a lot of, you know, school related items that were definitely on my mind. But what I do want to say today is just shout out to everyone who is in school because school is so, 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 so hard. Um, So shout out to those of you who are getting degrees, um, you have businesses, that you're a parent, that you're working a full time job because school can be so challenging. It can be so hard. And there's a lot of the time where we just want to say, F it, I don't even want to do this anymore. Like, I really just want to burn all of my books. I don't want to write any more papers. I don't want to to attend any more lectures. And I'm just drained and I'm over it. But keep pushing. Um, Being in school, you are helping create a better future for the next generation, um, for your kids. You are showing an example for them about the importance of school. I am trying to figure out ways to make sure that Jace is so smart that we don't have to pay for school for him because Sally Mae keeps calling me and I'm sick and tired of Sally Mae calling me because I had to take out a lot of loans. Um, I don't think I properly or effectively utilize my scholarship opportunities, hence why that has happened. But um, make sure that you're checking up on your friends who are in school and that you're encouraging them and that you're loving them and that you're motivating them and that you are pushing them because it's very, so many people start school, but a lot of people don't finish school. 
So, hey, girl, you know, how is that class going? Is there anything I can do for you? Do you need anything? I love you. Keep pushing. You don't have to be shoving anything down people's throat, but make sure that you are being that supportive person when you have people um, in your life that are in school because school can be very, very, very hard, whether it is undergrad, whether it is you're working on your master's, whether you're working on your PhD, if you're working, you know, on a specialty, you know, certificate, whatever it is, it can be very, very difficult. So I just wanted to, you know, take some time to shout out to those who are in school. Um, Again, I miss school every single day. I don't know when I'm going back, but I do miss school. Um, I miss the consistency of it. And um, it was a very beautiful process. And even though sometimes I'm a little discouraged because I'm not always utilizing in a way I'm utilizing my degree but I'm not always utilizing my degrees um every well no for the most part every single day I am but not in the capacity that I want to I still wish um that you know I I still I love school and I don't regret ever a day being in school and I think one of the things I really want to talk about even though not a lot of my audience they're not younger but this might be useful information but the importance of making sure that people are getting involved with the correct organizations while they're in school particularly undergrad as well as grad school because that's going to help Um, increase your opportunities when you do get out of school. But that is everything that I had for you all today. I hope that, um, you know, I try to keep these episodes really short. I hope that you all are enjoying the Babies Books and Business podcast. I hope that you're able to learn something from one of the segments, if not all three. Please, please, please continue to share this podcast with those who um, might be beneficial to looking to do some really cool and creative things in the upcoming episodes. Um, It has been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. Follow me on all social media platforms at Miss Canoe, M-I-S-S-K-A-N-U. You've been awesome. Have a wonderful week and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.